You're listening to the Today's Conveyancer podcast, the leading source of information for residential property lawyers in England and Wales. Don't forget to subscribe and sign up to our free newsletter at todaysconveyancer.co.uk. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Hello and welcome to the Today's Conveyancer podcast. Uh, This week, I am joined by Heather Crichton and James Bauer. Uh, James is the chief executive of PEXA and has been in situ since September of 2020. Heather is the general manager of industry readiness, uh, which might give you some indication of the reason why we're chatting today, because PEXA has very recently announced that uh, they're about to sort of more formally launch in the UK. Uh, And I thought it was worth finding an opportunity to catch up with you both on what that means, I suppose, and, uh, uh, and and what the opportunities that you see are. So welcome, Heather, and welcome, James. Thanks, David. Thanks, David. Uh, my, my, my sort of first question, uh, and I'm going to point this in your direction, James, is uh, is about Australia, really. What can the success that PEX has had in Australia tell us about its potential impact in the UK? So thank you. It's um it's been a great uh, journey of ten years from a startup to now listed on the um, Australian stock market. But uh, over that ten years, PEX has engaged um, with all the actors from government bodies, uh, conveyances, lenders in Australia. And as it stands today, some ninety nine percent of all remortgages go through PEX, and I think somewhere in the mid eighties of all sale and purchase go through uh, PEX's platform in Australia. So a great transformation story, a great journey, and um, a, a product that's used extensively throughout the uh, Australian property ecosystem. I suppose, and, and perhaps you guys will give us a very brief overview of, of kind of what PEXA is, but the launch of it over here begs the question, are the two markets fundamentally different? Are they the same? You obviously see opportunities from lessons that you've learned in Australia in the UK. Very much so. So, so David, both markets operate on a similar system, although they were uh, or are starting from different parts of that journey. So we're 10 years later in the UK. But in essence, we see a lot of the same um, uh, challenges in the UK today that Australia faced all those years ago. But we also recognise that it's not one size fits all. So coming to the UK, we've got a team currently of about 20 people on the ground. By the end of this year, we'll have circa 50 people and probably about 20% of the uh, product will be local to the UK market. So there's uh, 10 years of learning, half a billion of IP uh, we're bringing into the UK, but also using the local expertise, working with the industry. We've been engaging extensively with conveyances of all um, sizes, working with lenders, working with governments, um, other agencies. And so basically, we'll ensure by the time we launch in September, that it's very much a product that will work in the UK um, and hopefully uh, replicate many of the successes that PEXA Australia have um, have achieved today. Tell me a little bit about how PEXA works. Heather, is that on, on you? So as James mentioned or, or alluded to, the markets in, in both Australia and, and the UK have, have perhaps not traditionally been um, been great for, for consumers. 
consumers in both jurisdictions have really suffered from from very manual and outdated processes. And here in Australia, PEXA evolved from, from a federal government initiative to digitise property transactions in response to, to some of the frustrations experienced by consumers and actually experienced by, by lenders and, and law, law firms as well who were operating across the country. So when it was determined that something needed to be done about this and, and the something was very likely a, a digital solution, heads were put together and it was determined that the outcome or the, or the best outcome would be intertwining lodgement with lodgement of, of land registry instruments uh, with, with financial settlement and doing so in a digital manner. So our infrastructure is, is, a, is a platform piece. We allow lenders, lawyers and conveyances to come together to complete a property transaction. And what we mean by that is they're able to prepare documents and data for submission to the land registry and anything and everything relating to the, the financials of a property transaction to complete. When the time comes for that completion to occur, we submit the, the documents and data to the, the relevant land registry and also exchange funds via a proprietary process we've developed with the, the central bank in Australia, so the equivalent of the Bank of England in the UK. And this has really enabled the, the industry to experience huge benefits to provide their customers with a, a much greater experience, fewer delays, certainty of, of completion. I think if you spoke to most people in industry in Australia, they probably wouldn't want to go back to, to a, a world before there was a digital solution. This is a sort of a system that, that sits above, if you like, the existing infrastructure. So you're, you're, you're almost like a conduit between the lenders and, and, and the conveyancer. So, so in summary, I think there's just three parts to the equation. Um, and this PEXA starts when the offer letter gets issued by the lender in terms of a remo. So we um, orchestrate, we settle and we lodge. So the moment um, the lender has issued that offer letter, it would go onto the PEXA platform. And then through either APIs or UIs, PEXA helps orchestrate that in a digital currency, settle through the Bank of England, and we will be using PEXA Pay and the lenders will be using PEXA Pay up to six times a day to net settle with their counterparty. So no longer do the funds have to go through the conveyancer, literally when everyone's ready, ready as we call it, um, the um, lender A orchestrates that payment through the PEXA portal and the Bank of England's um, through to lender B and they net off six times a day between them. So whether you're a removal firm or whether you're um, just waiting for that deal that's expired to go through at speed, um, what PEXA does is orchestrate, settle and lodge. So is PEXA pay a, a type of cryptocurrency? No, it's, um, it's the seventh net settlement uh, scheme that the Bank of England um, have uh, developed with PEXA. And um, we hope over time this will become the uh, de facto um, settlement for property. Um, so uh, you've heard of faster payments and many others. This is just one of the um, seven schemes that the Bank of England operate on a net settlement basis. There seem to be two competing philosophies entering the UK conveyancing market, one of which is blockchain and co-jute, uh, and then yourselves. What do conveyancers need to know about these two initiatives? Um, do you effectively compete? Uh, you know, how do you see that playing out? 
So, so David, I think um, firstly, from our research, consumers um, were pretty keen for a solution to this problem. And I think COVID shone a light on the fact that um, there wasn't enough capacity in the market when they had government stimulus. So competition is a good thing. And I think uh, it also really reinforces that this process, which is 150 years old, is in need of some change. So we we applaud any initiative to bring some competition and some progress to this, this part of the uh, conveyancing equation. And some good work's been done today, but I think it now needs transformational change. So speaking for PEXA, what we do is three things. We orchestrate, we settle through the Bank of England, PEXA pay, the ninth payment scheme, and then we update straight to HMLR. So I think that orchestration is at the heart of everything we do. I think it dramatically reduces the time. I think the fact that it's synonymous with a central Bank of England scheme and straight through update to HMLR, I think PEXA's 10 years of pedigree stands out. And I think uh, we're quite excited to be um, starting with the remortgaging process in September this year, getting people used to it. It's a transformational change. And so that takes a bit of time. And then in 2024, the real the real prize is moving to a sale and purchase um, operation once people have got the hang of it. How do you envisage that PEX is going to market itself in, in the UK? Well, I think we've been on this journey, David, for quite a few years now. So PEX has been on the ground for three or four years. We did a lot of market research with consumers, lenders, government bodies, agencies, uh, trade bodies, etc. And so what we've been doing over the last year is extensively talking to all the various actors in the market. And we've determined that in the first instance, we're going into um, a remortgaging solution in September with the first cohort of lenders. So that first cohort of lenders is locked and loaded now. They have tested with the Bank of England, the PEXA pay scheme. And throughout the end of 22 and 23, those first cohort of lenders will be brought on board and such that by the time the Bank of England finish their upgrade in 2024, we can then move to the sale and purchase. So in summary, we have the lenders, we have a whole raft of conveyances who are ready to work with those lenders and other actors. Uh, we've been involved with government agencies and we're ready to go come September this year. Today's conveyancer has reported on the fact that uh, Diane Durham have taken a stake in, I have to get this correct, your parent company, is that correct? So um, Pe PEXA's uh, been around, as I say, for 10 years, and over that 10-year period, it's been owned by many, many people. And uh, we were very privileged last year to uh, become an ASX-listed company. So whilst we can't speak of which uh, shareholders any point in time own PEXA, um, as I say, the common denominator throughout this is that there is a real consumer need. We've worked with the industry extensively, and we just have throughout the various ownership structures just carried on developing our product. And that's what's made us a success today. So, um, as I say, uh, regardless of who the shareholders are at any point in time, PEX has just continued to do what it does and really well. And I think testament to that is the fact that the majority of transactions in Australia are um, run on the PEX portal. One of the biggest obstacles to bringing the conveyancing market together in the UK uh, has been the range of case and matter management systems that uh, conveyancers employ. And I think it's fair to say that the previous attempts at this have been a bit sort of like, like herding cats. How do you guys see that PEXA might solve that problem? Uh, do you have a, an alternative solution? Is this a... Um, 
do you see that you'll be working with case management systems? So if I start off and then perhaps pass over to Heather. So I think the answer is very much so. Um, in the first instance, um, this is a lender-led remortgaging um, go-to-market solution. So um, the lender's been very encouraged, um, not least because of some of the challenges they amongst conveyances saw during COVID and the lockdown. So lenders have been very supportive. And as I say, that first cohort has tested with the Bank of England. Equally, we have a number of conveyances now, PECs are enabled and ready to go. And uh, we are now extending the uh, interactions that we have uh, more broadly in the wider uh, property ecosystem. So I'll perhaps pick up with Heather, who's uh, been in the UK um, working with many of these actors. And Heather, would you mind uh, picking up on David's um, question? Yes, James, happy to take that a little bit further. So as James mentioned, the, the short answer to your question is, is very much yes. PEXA is developing a system that will support businesses, businesses being lenders, lawyers and conveyances of, of all shapes and sizes. We do intend to be to provide infrastructure that will be integrated with as easily as possible. And one of the reasons we're actually building a, a brand new platform, we're building Greenfield technology, is so that we can enable those connections via APIs. So we're not just bringing the, the, the Australian instance of PEXA over to the UK, plugging it in and, and expecting it to work. We've we've realised that that much more is required. And, and as I mentioned, it's it's one of many reasons why we're why we're building afresh. But we've certainly heard loud and clear from the market in the UK of the importance of, of integration, of reducing rekeying, of opening up efficiencies beyond what, what exist in, in most people's work practices today. So in Australia, we have a number of APIs available for our network members, and some of them actually leverage those APIs to the point that they operate entirely within their own environments. But of course, at the other end of the spectrum, there are those, those firms who operate entirely from, from a UI experience, so they don't access anything via their case management, practice management system, be it a, a sort of mass uh, product to market or, or a bespoke system. But at the moment, our focus is very much on getting our own product to market, so getting our remortgage solution to market later this year. But as I mentioned, we are developing a system that will be capable of integrating with, with firms, with, with lenders as well, and, and they're practising case management systems um, as, as and when we're able to, to bring those to market. Fraud remains one of the biggest issues for conveyances. Um, it has a significant knock-on effect on professional indemnity insurance premiums. Uh, to say to, to, to say it lightly. Um, how do you see that PEXA would protect conveyances and by extension, um, do you see or have any evidence um, of, of potential reductions in PII premiums? So perhaps David, if I uh, start off and then hand over to Heather. So as we've already mentioned, PEXA has been going 10 years, heavily regulated in Australia and safely navigated some $2 trillion of settlements, 20,000 uh, customers a week use uh, PEXA in Australia to settle. Now, in conjunction with the Bank of England, you can imagine the uh, regulatory burden and uh, uh, security are pretty high for us using uh, PEXA pay and developing PEXA pay. We will, from lender A to lender B, directly net off through the central bank. Now, that gives a lot of reassurance to lenders, gives a lot of reassurance to insurance companies, and it means that the conveyancer doesn't have to handle those funds. It goes directly from source A to source B and doesn't go through the conveyancer. Now, insurance companies have been quite keen to understand how this works. 
But over time, they'll want to see how this operates. And I have uh, hopes that that will feed through into uh, benefits for conveyances and insurers as, uh, alike. But I'll perhaps pass over to Heather because she's been doing a lot of work in this space. And Heather, perhaps you could um, add to that. Thanks, James. Um, you, you mentioned some of the characteristics of, of the platform and our service in Australia. And, and one thing that's worth noting is that our system is built with sec security as a really core component. We absolutely don't mess around when it comes to, to security. We're very heavily regulated in Australia and actually have a bespoke regulator that was stood up for the purposes of regulating us and, and users of our system. So we'll be taking a lot of inspiration from the controls imposed on us in, in Australia and, and, and of course adding more that are relevant to the UK market. We feel really privileged to be trusted by industry in Australia. We've got all lenders in, in the market as registered PEXA members. We've got around 10,000 legal and conveyancing firms. James mentioned $2 trillion Australian dollars worth of property value settled. The benefits that, that the market have seen in Australia probably give an idea of some of the more immediate impacts, so things like a reduction in administrative tasks, reduction in, in re-keying of data, which of course can, can lead to errors, seamless delivery of data and documents to the land registry. So while we're in discussion with PI insurers, with a lot of PI insurers, I must say, within the, the UK market, we are optimistic that we would see some sort of positive impact, but of course it's very early days, early days being we haven't actually launched our, our product yet. So difficult to be definitive at this point. And, and of course we can't speak on behalf of PI insurers. All we can do is, is work with them, ensure they understand who and what PEXA is, the benefits of it, and, and how those that they insure can benefit from using it. So it is a bit of a watching brief, David. David, just to really um, emphasize that um, we're not trying to, um, you know, transformation change is, is, is tough and it's um, frightening and those lessons have been <laughs> learned in Australia. And so what we're not trying to do is a cliff edge here. So there are many out there who are nervous about this. And so by starting gently in um, Q4 calendar this year and working through 23, it gives a lot of people time to get used to things, come on board and actually the remortgaging journey is the one that we are using to try and get uh, people, um, you know, to retool, to, to understand how a digital process works. And so I think the reassuring thing, certainly I hope for conveyances and the like in the UK, is that over the next sort of 18, 24 months, they have time to adapt, they have time to change, they have time to get used to this digital transformation, as opposed to have to change overnight a cliff edge scenario and they can gradually migrate towards a PEXA digital sort of uh, platform of the future in a couple of years time. Thanks very much indeed, Heather. Um, and thank you, James, as well. Uh, we've reached sort of the end of our allotted time. Um, it's been really interesting to talk to you about the journey that PEXA have been on so far. And clearly there's a plan for it to uh, sort of come into the UK market um, my old history teacher used to call it slowly, slowly catchy monkey. Uh, and as you say, James, it's 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 all about trying to get the conveyancing industry to adopt what is in effect transformational change, uh, but it's at a at a reasonable pace um, because the industry, I think we all acknowledge, needs to change reasonably quickly. Um, James, thank you so so much for joining us. Thank you, David. Really enjoyed being here. Heather. Ever so good to speak to you again. All the very best with 
the launch. What are the dates? Uh, so we start with our reference site in September and then in very quick succession move on to um, a, a, a number of lenders who want to get into market very, very quickly in Q4 calendar this year, Q1 calendar next year. And throughout 23, the first cohort of lenders will be onboarding. But additionally, um, a very big thanks to the Bank of England who have given us an additional four um, landing slots in October this year, given the, the, the benefit to the UK economy. So uh, watch this space. We'll be seeing a number of lenders coming on board as early as September this year and onwards. Thank you very much indeed, James. Thank you very much indeed to you both. Thank you for listening and see you soon. You're listening to the Today's Conveyancer podcast, the leading source of information for residential property lawyers in England and Wales. Don't forget to subscribe and sign up to our free newsletter at todaysconveyancer.co.uk. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter.